What's up, you guys? It's Courtney. You're listening to Young Everyday Black Woman, the podcast. Yes. Okay. I know it has been a minute since I have done an episode, a podcast episode for this podcast. Listen, I have been busy, which is not an excuse, but I got to get it together. And I'm really, really, really working on trying to really keep myself on a schedule because we should not be this, you know, long without talking to each other. Like, come on now. Y'all gonna have to excuse my voice. I don't know this little, whatever this is, my voice, literally, I woke up like this and I feel great. Um, all that. So it's like, what happened? Really, really over it. But anyways, y'all, I have to update y'all with my life. I have recorded this episode just so y'all know this is my fourth or fifth time. I cannot remember but yes and it's only because of how authentic I want to be and I'm like oh no 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 girl you gotta go and say this you gotta say that and I'm like oh Jesus but here we are I believe this is the fourth time um so yeah so the last time I had tapped in with y'all it was my school's Viking Fest I was coming back talking about you know my situationship thing and you know just all of this other stuff honey so the saga continues I don't know I think I'm gonna start with that I mean so my um situation has ended and I feel all right about it you know what I mean I felt like God just kept sending me these warning signs like listen it's, it's time to give it up when you haven't seen someone in a year um like we saw each other in April but I mean like made the time to like visit in a year there's things that neither one of you want to change you know it's like why and I didn't care how much he felt as though he want like I don't know at some point I just feel like people say things because they know it sounds good not because they're actually going to do it a lot of people are manipulative they want to make you feel some type of way about something and then you know, reverse psychology, all that type of stuff. And I just don't have time for it. Um, and my main thing is I felt as though at some point I wasn't given grace. Um, there's some things that I feel like I'm not going to go above and beyond for someone that's not my boyfriend. I don't care if we've been talking for two years. It just, you should never be in that situation, in a situation for two years. You should, that, that person should be your man. Some people know the person that they want to marry in two years. Um, and it's to some extent, and it can sound childish, but titles do matter. It's a difference between, you know, this is your, you know, oh, this is my what? Like, how do you even introduce the person? Like, then saying, this is my man, this is my boyfriend. You know, there there's a difference. And I felt like a year ago, we were even there for, to, for, for that. I, I didn't see, like, how much more work needs to be put in, but the thing was, I originally at the very beginning before we even really got deep into talking I was just like I don't know I was a senior in college a senior fifth year whatever it was my last year in school and I was like I don't know you know I'm like okay I'm gonna graduate you gonna still be here like those are a lot of things to talk about when you're speaking with someone who seems as though they want something real they want something solidified something solid something you know smooth in their life So I came off kind of like that. I really wasn't for sure. You know what I mean? This is somebody I'd already, you know, 
talked to, you know, in the way that it ended was fine. Um, you know, and it, it was a lot of emotion, I think, with how that ended that was never talked about. We hadn't talked for a year or so. And then here this comes, you know what I mean? So it was just a lot. But at some point it changed and I felt like some things go unspoken for. Like it was a, a change where if I want to be with you every day and I want to see you and all of that, that's my feeling showing. But I wasn't given that grace to change and have that opinion and say, you know, I, I want to be your woman. I want to be your girlfriend. Um, and then he got so comfortable with where we were. It just never occurred to him to 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 try to be in a relationship. But I feel as though why should you do relationship stuff with somebody who's not your man? I mean, people do that, but I just don't feel as though to think about it. What I what was holding me back sometimes was like, I'm not gonna be chasing your ass across uh, around it up and down the East Coast when you're not my boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? I cannot t- introduce you to anybody and say this is my boyfriend. You know what I'm saying? Because if you were my boyfriend, things some things would just be a no go. You can't have a boyfriend. And you don't talk to them on the phone and you don't FaceTime. All y'all do is text and Snapchat. It's, it's very it's very young energy. And at the end of the day, whether the other person is doing it or not, if that's something that you want to do wholeheartedly, you're just going to do it. And all of this stuff just led up to like why it just did not work. And I was just tired. You know, I felt like I hadn't been with him for a month you know and so at that point when you feel like you're that disconnected from someone and you're trying you're trying but it's not working it's like we gotta let it go I feel like we both just honestly deserve better and um I know some things I have to work on like I was just saying I know some things you know he should work on and number one with him is just give people grace give people a chance to change their mind and I feel like what I need to work on is you know being more whatever communicating more and stuff like that I'm just not I have like severe not severe but I would get really nervous like I'm like what if I call and you don't answer and it's not just with men it's with friends it's with family the only person I can call and I'm like I can call it's all good I can call my mama my mommy that's 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 what I know I don't have no type of feeling like uh, like I can call her she don't answer mm, what she doing but it's never like oh my gosh I don't know I don't like anxiety so having that end of anxiety you know just didn't didn't make it any better <laughs> um and I and I need to work on that and let my guard down in that sense or whatever my nerves or whatever it is I don't know but that's the one thing I want to work on and I mean long distance is hard but I guess I've learned that if you want to make it work you'll make it work um I've been taking a lot of risks and doing a lot of new things as of lately and although I went all the way to (laughs) Birmingham wherever he was at I just didn't I want to see him and that spoke that right there spoke numbers to me (laughs) like personally like you just don't want to do it and it's a reason so with all of that being said I was just like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna drag this out any longer you know we just weren't doing what we said we were gonna do at different points and I felt like my voice my opinion was not being heard and you know I think also my views on relationships are a little bit different than his like the things that I value are different than what he values. Like I, if, if we can't get the stuff right over the phone, it doesn't, 
itch me up to want to see you. You know what I'm saying? It's like, if we're not getting this regular day to day, how to communicate with somebody who you may not see every day, I, it doesn't make me like, oh my gosh, I can't, I want to see them. It's just like, ugh, I don't, it's, I'm disgusted. Like I just can't. And that's where I have been for quite some time. And it's just very unfortunate because I tried and, and, and don't get me wrong. Like I will always love that man because he really at some point showed me what I had never been shown before. But I know I deserve better and I know that better will come. And if he listens to this podcast, I just want him to know that like I really care about him to the very end. We just saw each other and we spoke. I don't know what that was, what that was about. I don't know. Um, But, you know, and then he, uh, this, this is what threw me. He said that he wanted to see me. And I'm like, what type of do you want to see me? Is it because I'm ask somebody but once you done, mm-mm, you can't. Mm-mm. So I don't know what that what that was about, what he was on, but I just wasn't on that. Only to talk face to face because I feel like we both deserve a face to face conversation. But I also was not really gonna go all the way out of my way and do all this. Oh my gosh, let me let me let me tell y'all. And I probably talked about this on the last episode, but I do not remember. So. If y'all listen real good, y'all know I do not have any friends at home. I really got one friend for real and some line sisters that I love. But, you know, I just don't, I don't be outside. Like, I really don't go anywhere with young people. I say I'll go, I go places with my family. I go to, con- like, stuff like that. But I just don't be out with, like, my age. So, to me, that's outside, outside. Like, this stuff I do with my family, like, that's outside if I was doing it with other people. But, I mean, younger people, but no. So basically, when I go to Viking Fest and Homecoming, it's it's my time. Like pulling out all my fits, you know, it's 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 my time. And I just love like I don't I love North Carolina. That's that's just that Northeastern North Carolina. I love it. Husky, Elizabeth City, you know, um, Run Up Rapids. Um, my daddy from Enfield. Like I just I just love the country. So. When I'm there, I'm 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 out. I'm I'm out. I want to breathe the fresh air. I'm not trying to be laid up in the bed. So I, what happened? We went to Viking Fest, and I mean, I went to Viking Fest. He he was there because he's still in school, and yeah, we hung out. And then I was like, listen, I got to get up and I got to get out. Okay, I'm not laying in bed all day. Like I have stuff that I want to do while I'm here. I got people I want to see. Like. Not I don't want to see you, but I just feel like it should just have been respected. And like I said, I could be wrong, but I asked somebody else's opinion. They were like, no, it wasn't like a male opinion. And it's not the person I talked about on that last episode either. Somebody totally different. But it wasn't wrong. I could have allowed a little longer length of time. But I mean, I came here to, to visit, not to lay in the bed. I just did not. That was not a part of nothing. But anyways, moving forward, I just cannot. But I know, like, at the end of the day, I feel like with every relationship, every situation, whether it's a friendship, a romantic thing, you falling out with a family member, whatever, you should learn something about yourself. And, you know, if you don't, I feel like something's extremely wrong. Like, you have to learn something about yourself. And I feel like I really did. And I realized my self-worth a lot you know, what I deserve, how I deserve, like, Mama D, I deserve, like, I feel that, um, and the, nothing, 
of the oh Jesus. <laughs> One of the main reasons I really had to cut that off was because I was going into like a new season of my life where I felt a lot of positive things, a lot of new things happening for me. And I'm like, you know what? This I can't I can't have that and all this positive stuff is not weighing equally. It's not it's not balancing out. It's not making sense. Like I just want all things new. I want good vibes. I want positive energy. Um I want people who are rooting for me and I feel that in my spirit. And that was another thing. I'm big on that. I'm big on rooting for people, helping people. That that's and I think my also my big thing is and I said it before is like I'm all about support. Like, what can I do? Yo, oh, you're doing okay, cool. Like, you know, but when that's not done in return, that may not be somebody else's thing, but I'm realizing that's something that I like when I'm looking for a partner. I want someone who's super supportive and knows how to how to do that. You know what I mean? So yeah, I just didn't also I didn't feel that support. And I had not had other people, but Everyone around me had been supporting like people I had just met like I don't know I just uh, received uh so much support and so much stuff in one thing like I'm gonna talk about Miss Alumni for ECSU he did support with that but I'm just saying like it's not always like a financial thing I'm talking about it's more of a like a a, a feeling and what I need you to say you gotta know how to talk to somebody so I'm not going to get into all that, but yeah. So speaking of Miss Alumni, I ran for Miss Alumni for my school, ECSU. Um, it's been a beautiful experience. I did not win. I came second runner up, but it was a really beautiful experience to feel all this energy from people who don't know me, who want to celebrate HBCUs, who want to honor them, who want to support them. It's a beautiful thing. Um, and then fellow Vikings who went out here and did the work. Now, I will also say, and it ain't no shade, but I had people who were like, oh my gosh, posting, but would not donate. And that really irritated me a slight bit because I feel like I wanted to do this for the younger generations of Vikings alone. Like I wanted to really be the youngest one. And it wasn't about me. And that's what I keep saying. It's not about me. I don't care for the glitz, the glam, the crown and all that. It's really like we as young alumni we need to get together and show that we cared about it because we're the ones coming out for homecoming we the ones want to be at all the parties we the ones want to be in there stepping and strolling we the ones we are the ones you know so we need to also give back to the place that gave to us many of us wouldn't be granted with most if not many of the opportunities that we have today without our HBCU so we need to learn how to dig into our pockets and and learn how to do that like I'm 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 at that point right now I'm like hey you know what I enjoyed this I enjoyed giving back that feeling that I felt raising thousands and thousands of dollars for my university you know what okay I'm gonna put that little um monthly payment thing on and if it's nothing but $25 a month like I can I can I can do that that's me going out to eat one time you know so get it done and I'm not talking just to Elizabeth City Vikings I'm talking about to all of us if they go to HBCUs we got to get it done we have to we really really have to um so yeah but it was good I had raffles going on and stuff like that um what else did I do? Oh, I had the, a party. And when I tell you everything was sponsored, my food was sponsored. And, and these were things that were done in like two months. 
you know, food sponsored, decoration sponsored, balloon arches sponsored. The the hall was discounted because it was for a fundraiser. You know, I mean, just positive energy and positive love put into an event like this. And I was so blessed. But a lot of people did not show up. Shout out to my awesome because my aunts, my mom, my dad, they had the most stuff with the raffles and the event. They brought the most people in. I brought like one person and the some of the alumni from the school in the area. But, you know, shout out. I'm not going to say his name, but anyway, to um, one of the members of Group 5 Group Social Fellowship who came out. It was a Sigma Gamma Row who came with him, who came out. I appreciated that. It needed a little young spirit in there. And I really did appreciate that. Like, that made me feel good, honestly. You know, especially someone who doesn't live, like, right in the area who came to that. That that felt good. So, I appreciate that, truly. Um but it was an experience and so we just had homecoming um two weekends ago and so not this last one but the one before that <laughs> and it was really really good I had such a good time it was my first homecoming since I graduated I didn't go the year before and on top of that it was everything with Miss Alumni so even when you don't win they have first second and third runner up I was second runner up so we participated in coronation we got presented on the at the football game and all these events we got free passes to and you know tickets paid for and all this type of stuff hotel room paid for throughout the entire homecoming like I mean, that's a blessing right there, because if you know anything, when stuff going on in certain cities, they up those prices. It was crazy. Um, so that was just a blessing. It was a beautiful experience. Both of my parents went. It was their first homecoming, first HBCU homecoming. And I've been waiting for this because when I was in school, you know, because they had to come pick me up so much, it was just no time for them to come visit. So this was more, you know, a time. it was a, a lot of work we did, though. But it was more of a time for them to visit and experience the culture. You know, they never really got to see the school on a regular operating day, you know, or something fun going on rather than a moving day or a move out day or, you know, you going home for a break or something. So for them to be able to see us, you know, for a homecoming game and the, being on the yard and all that type of stuff, a step show. My dad had been to step show because he came out to CIAA since he's here, you know, and my cousin's the AD at... ECSU so you know he got us the, the tickets to come to the game we got to go in the step I mean we not we got to go but we went to the step show <laughs> that type of stuff um my mom she just she didn't go you know they, they ain't together so they ain't gonna go to everything together but they did homecoming together and that was beautiful and um yeah that was her I took her to the step show it was her first step show she loved it okay now she loved what I don't love she loved them kappa she loved them shoulders honey um I mean, I love all Greeks, I, you know, Dion love, but they're just not my favorite. And I don't really have a favorite now. I'm, I'm, I'm with ice. OK, I'm, I'm always with ice, always will be forever and ever. Um, but uh, outside of that, no. Um, yeah, so it was just a, a beautiful thing for that. And, you know, that's this is how I feel like first generation college student, HBCU student. You want to introduce this HBCU you know, environment to as many people as you can. I mean, I love it. And I and I felt more and more in love with my school during homecoming, like to see the camaraderie, to see, you know, people congratulating me and like, you know, people who don't even know me. And I'm like, what? you know, it was so beautiful. And I'm like, this, this is love. Like, this is what it feels like to go to HBCU, you know, and 
I'm proud of myself. Like when I tell y'all, I'm so proud. I came out of my comfort zone because that is not something I would normally do. I was not one of those young ladies who ran for like royal court. So it's not something that I would normally do. And outside of that, it wasn't a popularity contest or anything like that. You had to get out here and raise some money. And that's just not my day to day norm. So I'm so proud of myself to step outside my comfort zone. Like when my mom told me that, I cried. I was like, oh my gosh, that should go have me crying in this coronation. But I, I feel her on that, you know, and I'm proud of myself and I'm so grateful and thankful for them. They put in a lot of work to, you know, spend some money, um, you know, to help. I mean, I spent most of the money, but, you know, just on little things, helping out like my dad and my mom, they went in and helped pay the rest of the hall, you know with the little bit of down payment I paid and then the big discount that I got they paid the rest of that for my party I had and you know just those little things do help because when you're fundraising like this you ain't getting no money back so you know every little thing helps and it was just the whole experience was nice and shout out to my dad for escorting me on the field and escorting me at the coronation and we had to sit together it was it was really cute it was really cute a nice daddy daughter moment for sure um yeah and just shout out you know oh that's a theta we celebrate our 70 years which comes up in february but a lot of people celebrated you know these um march right now for homecoming and so you know we had a little thing my parents helped you know come set it up that's they that's they thing you know they love to do that um you know my mom finally got to come to the plot my dad was able to go to the plot in viking fest but this is my mom first time on my plot um which was cool. And I, and I, I don't know, I just, I just love it for her, especially, you know, I just feel like, you know, we, we go to school for ourselves and we work hard for ourselves, but we also work hard for our parents and everything. I feel like she deserves this too. Like everything. I'm like, she, she, she deserves this just as much as I do. You know, she, she really does. So for her to celebrate, she should be celebrating everything. She deserved to go to homecoming every year. She deserved to have a Viking t-shirt on. She deserved to go, she deserved to, go to everything every year um, because that degree was not just for me. It was for her. So yeah, y'all, I'm sorry. Got a little choked up there, but, um, but yeah, homecoming was the bomb. I loved it. Shout out to my line sisters. It was so good seeing them. And us doing our thing and whatever, you know, I loved it. So that's been that. And yeah, oh my gosh, I was a part of the NABJ student projects, moving on to something else, I'm sorry, in Birmingham. And um, I went to that. And that was outside of my comfort zone. To be real, it was my first plane ride. So of course, it was like my first time in Birmingham. It was such a beautiful experience. A shout out to Elijah who accompanied me on the plane. We had just met. We sat together, did the same thing coming back, Uber together to the hotel, back, you know, like, oh my gosh, like, love him. And shout out to Kayla Cade, uh, who's now an MMJ in Arkansas. She literally did the student projects. And then the next week she was headed to Arkansas. And I was just so blessed that I had met her to know her story and to just be around her being her presence like when I say she's just a cool girl she's just a cool girl like I just I just love her love her her energy and I love her dedication to her craft um it's, it's just amazing and I can't watch to watch can't wait to watch her just grow so shout out to her and I got to text her and see how she's been doing in Arkansas so shout out to Kayla I mean, outside of that, I met a lot of great people. So basically the program, you get mentored by professionals in the news industry, media industry, 
from PR to reporters, anchors, producers, writers, photographers, photo, like all that. You work at a real news station to do your news show part, like the anchoring and stuff. Then they set up our newsroom at the convention site where we just work on everything else. You know, the packages, you're going around Birmingham, you're going around the convention, all that type of stuff. And it was really cool. I worked the assignment desk and then I ended up doing a story on Andrew Young, which then I ended up doing a story on 50 Years of Hip Hop. Um, I think the 50 Years of Hip Hop thing came first. And then that same day, they were like, does anyone know Andrew Young? want to go interview him. And I'm like, hold up, nobody don't know him. I'm going to go and interview Ambassador Young. And I was like, can I do it? And boom, I got to interview Ambassador Andrew Young. Um, And it was really short. He was, you know, short on time. But I love that he talked to me and I love Oh my gosh, it was it was beautiful. And that's another moment of just being proud of myself, step outside of my comfort zone again. And people, some people feel like I'm just like that. Like I, I'm I don't that's not me stepping outside my comfort zone, but it is. I'm a shy person for real. Um I really am, and I feel like some people see it and some people don't, but I really am shy. So stuff like that, I have to put my game face on. I have to give myself a pep talk and be like, You are that girl. You walk in that room like you are that girl. And you keep it pushing and I'm just so proud so 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 proud of myself for doing that but it was a great experience they had food for us for breakfast they had food for us for lunch dinner was on our own we got to go hang out a little bit me and Kayla we hung out and went out I mean we did everything together pretty much like we went to dinner together I don't even know I can't even what oh my god shout out to Kennedy so my girl Kennedy, I love her, and she's accomplishing so, 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 so much, okay? Birmingham, like, she lived there. She lived in Alabama, um, and she's just that girl. Like, I cannot explain to you how she's just that girl, but accomplishment, accomplishments, accomplishments, like, one after another. So, one night, she took us to a food truck. It was, like, in the hood. I loved it. it felt, I felt at home, and we had catfish, cheese grits, fried okra, honey, Ooh, it was so seasoned. Like you didn't need no hot sauce. The the catfish, like you didn't need no hot sauce. Everything tastes good. If you don't like okra, I don't know what's wrong with you, but it was so good. I don't even like cheese grits. I don't like cheese in my grits. I don't like cheese like that. Other than like macaroni and cheese, pizza, stuff like that. Dip. But that that was the bomb. That that was so good. Okay? Like I enjoyed that meal. And then I think me and Kayla, we had Mexican one night. We went to like get wings another night. And then I don't know. Oh, another night we had all went out. Like I think on like one of our last nights, we all went out and it was so late, but it was only like one place open. Yeah. But it was just a good experience. Like I just loved it. I would do it again. It was just, it was awesome. I just so glad I took the opportunity because at first I was like, oh my gosh, it's in Birmingham. I'm had to get on a plane. I've never been on a plane before. Oh my God, what am I going to do? And I said, I'm going to stop letting my, I've never limit me from doing things that I want to do or limit me from things that's going to progress my career or progress my whatever. I'm just not going to do that anymore. So all things new, you know, try something new. And I loved it. And I'm like, I'm ready to get on a plane again. Like, wh- when can I go? Where can I go next? <laughs> um, Super proud of myself for that one, for sure, for sure, for sure. I feel like something else has happened in between that time. So, ooh, so branching off of that, a couple of weeks after that, someone who was one of the mentors there, 
she called me about a job and it was working for for a great a great man okay he's a member alpha for alpha fraternity incorporated and um really loved him um what he came to nabj and i was stoked like when i tell you i was like yo that's such and such nobody knew who he was like these one group of girls were like oh, i'm gonna go talk to him I, I, he seems important so i'm gonna go take a picture with him i'm like listen so i just ran up to him afterwards gave him like my business card <laughs> he was like you got a digital one i don't do paper and i was like okay and so I, was like, I see i see how you are and then we took a picture together and if i tell y'all that then y'all can go on my page and see who it was pretty much but it don't even matter but I mean it was a blessed with the opportunity to be able to work for him as a producer and everything like that that's the field I want to be in I'm not in I'm in my field but not doing exactly what I want to do right now not working in news and that was such a beautiful opportunity the money was just not right for the fact I had to pay my own insurance they did not have insurance um it was in DC oh my gosh I love DC like I had already loved DC and people who know me like I've been wanting to work in D.C. I always thought, oh, my gosh, I want to work in D.C. I want to work in D.C., which is a beautiful experience. But a lot of these jobs that are out of D.C. who know you're getting people from Baltimore, you know, you're getting people from Virginia. You know, they're paying for your train. They're paying. They're giving you some type of transportation stipend or something like that um, to pay to help. Because that's a big deal. It's not you're you're not doing a regular person thing where you just drive there or you know you just do one transportation. Really, you're probably taking two forms of transportation, um, and it's a lot. And you're doing that two times a day. I mean, two, twice, four. That's four types of transportation a day. So it was a lot. It was really a lot. But I loved it. I loved the train every day. Um, it was just a long day. You worked from 11 to 8 or longer. The train didn't come till 9. You get home around 10. So that's like a 12-hour plus day because I was getting up at a certain time to be at the train at 9, 10. So more like 9 o'clock. So I was getting up at like 7, 7.30 to be somewhere at 9, not getting home till 10. So it was just a lot, but I wasn't actually really extremely tired all the time. It was just a lot of work and a lot of work just getting to work <laughs> to get to work, you know, but it was a dope like, opportunity. I mean, I'm forever supporting him. The lady who put me on, like, I know she's probably pissed at me and maybe pissed at me for forever or for a long time, but I will never not thank her for that opportunity. But the whole thing is, I knew it was a possibility I may or may not go with it in the end, but I had to see it through you know I was like I'm not gonna not go and try this out shout out to the principal at my job you know who was like hey I want you to do this this is not your end-all be-all we want you to go and do more you know who allowed me to do that because I might as well be like hell no you're not doing that you need to go take the job then you know what I mean so I'm happy I'm proud of myself that I had stepped out and had that conversation with my boss to then go and do this I'm proud that I even said no to it instead of putting myself in a situation that I was not ready for and did not want to do because financially you know when you're trying to save money it ain't gonna help when you're not gonna be even taking home as much money as you are right now in a sense so that was a hard decision but I had to make it and yeah I mean then after that a local news news station call more conservative wasn't really my speed but I went in and did it went in for an interview didn't even know it was going to be an interview toward the station da, 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 da. and I mean I just never heard back from the lady I saw that they repost the job but I just felt like for the fact we actually met face to face 
we chatted, we interviewed, you took me around, da, 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 da. That was your time to say, hey, I'm sorry, but we decided to go with another candidate. We haven't found anyone, this, that, or third. Something along those lines, um, I would have done. But that's just me. That's just my hospitality with stuff and the respect that I like. You know, I love for people to respect who I am and respect my character. So that's what I would have done. But obviously she didn't do that. But it's all good. I'm going to still, you know, send her a follow-up email and thank her for her time. Because it opened up my eyes to something else, another type of job. It was for a digital content producing job, which is just another foot. And that's what I tell people. If you're interested in TV, you're interested in news and radio and media, become a member of NABJ. That's how they found me. Look at the other opportunity through NABJ. So become a member, be active, check your emails, get involved, go to the convention. If you're a student, sign up for the student projects and do what you need to do. Um, because there's so much opportunity out there and I mean so much um, so many things you probably haven't even thought of that you could do you know so just don't be afraid to take chances take risk y'all do all the things that you love do the things that you want to do you know set sail with things that you're passionate about do not limit yourself because you feel like you're in a limited situation trust me you are not and once you do one thing that's so big it's like when the next thing comes up I'm like oh I can do that. that that's not no big deal you know, and it opens your mind and it opens up your, your brain to all these new thoughts and ideas. And you will feel so much better taking those opportunities. But I'm just so proud of myself. And I want y'all to feel that same thing. That's what I want y'all to get from this. Take every opportunity. Sop it up like a biscuit with molasses. Like truly, really, really, really take time to invest in yourself. Pay a little money for memberships, for stuff, this, that, and the third. But invest in yourself. Invest in your future. Um, And I did all these things still being a grad student. You know, I just, I have come through so much in a year. Like, around this time last year, I was begging to work at a radio station to be a board operator. Doing something that I felt like, okay, I can do this to get my foot in the door. Then doing it, hating it. Having my job, don't love it the best, but it's cool. Um... You know, did that work in two jobs and, it, you know, and, and then to have all these experiences happen within a summer is wild to me. But never in my wildest dreams would I have imagined doing all of this stuff. Honestly, you know, you would have talked to Courtney from two years ago. She would have been like, what are you saying? Like, literally, what are you saying? <laughs> so I'm just proud. And that's how you want to feel. You want to. And I'm telling you, prayer you know, changing your tune of music. I don't know, y'all. Like, I'm not, I'm an R&B girl for life. I'm an R&B girly for life. But hip-hop, it don't get me all the time. But gospel will have me and motivates me and makes me feel good. And prayer, of course, does that as well. And I just feel like I just always feel so blessed. You know, like, this year I just felt so blessed. And I feel like my grandma and grandpa's up there. Now them two working together, like they're actually, they help put that extra icing on the cake for me. Like, yes, you know, like, yes. So I, I'm so proud of myself. And I also think about them too. You know, when I do things, you know, I'm like, I feel like this is what they wanted for me as well. And that makes, you know, me even happier. And I feel, I feel the energy. You know, I live here at my grandma's house now. Um, and we done did it up in here. It's so cute. It's so beautiful. Um, and I feel, I just feel her presence. I feel her spirit. I feel my grandpa. I don't even call him grandpa. I feel my pop pop. I feel his spirit, his energy at times. And, and it's, it's sometimes it's scary, but you know, I, I love it now. And I, I feel like being here, look how many good things have happened. 
So, I, you know, all you can do every day is continue to be you. You know, I've probably made some mistakes within friendships, relationships, whatever. But as long as I keep being me, doing what's best for me, being good to others, I feel like everything's going to work out right. And yeah, relationships, that this, that, and a third. I mean, I ain't going to get into how homecoming was for me on that aspect. I mean, it had nothing to do with relationships, but the same guy that came to my party, I just look at him different now. In a, in a positive way, I look at him different. Y'all know I love support. That's that's the number one thing. You know, we know we were both coming to homecoming. You're, you're checking and you're tapping and making sure I'm straight, making sure I'm good. Coming, you know, sliding by to see, you know, not sliding by to see me, not like that at my plot, just coming over there. And, you know, just that. And he's t- like, literally everything I'd be like, I do not want that, like physically like listen he's fine he's fine but one thing like it would be like I don't want that so I feel like my my friends would know but nobody listening would probably really you know so yeah you just have to know who I'm talking about to understand that but I mean I'm open like I said I'm open to new things I ain't no white man now okay I'm not doing that um but you know I'm open to, to new things and I just want to be happy and fulfilled so yeah so I definitely feel like you know you just gotta take up every opportunity I don't care what it is at this point you know you just have to and you got to take up opportunities because if you don't take it you don't try it you know you you don't try to shoot your shot you know what I'm saying you're gonna regret it so try 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 you know it's it's really it's it's that you just gotta try and I'm I'm willing to try something new so I don't know like I said I you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what, what happens, but I'm not doing too much for nobody these days. I'm not going to do too much, but also when you deal with people who you're not used to dealing with, like somebody who not somebody like, you know, you're in school with you, you see the energy, you know, how they deal with other people type of thing. You don't really know how they are. And with this person, he's not slow, but like, he's not always picking up what you're putting down. So yeah, that sounds nasty, but not like that. But like, you know, some people just don't don't know when somebody's interested or flirting with them or something like that. So, yeah, you just gotta, mm, you, you gotta, <laughs> yeah, you you may have to do a little bit more. But I'm not gonna ever do too much, and I'm 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 never gonna do too much, and I'm not gonna say never again. Let me stop with the never, but I'm not I'm not in the mood to do too much. So. Yes, but all in all, y'all, I'm so happy right now. I'm in a good place. I am so bored. I don't have any friends. I cry about that sometimes. I get really mad about that sometimes because I be tired of being home. Um, the train in DC was just getting good. Let me tell y'all, I had met this one guy, not like that, but I had met this guy. I couldn't tell what what he was. I couldn't tell. I'm gonna be. I couldn't tell if he was gay or he was, you know, straight or whatever. But I met him and he was like, "Yo, we gotta go out." And I'm like, "Nigga, when I get off of work, you probably on your way home. Like you're home. Like you think I get off of work like three, four, five? No. Like I'm just getting off when almost the last train is coming. So that probably not gonna happen. But you know, I love that. You know, I was meeting so many people that were Greek. It was another guy out there who worked at a school, and he was real cool. Um, yeah, I just genuinely met a lot of men, met a lot of sororers out there, but not like actually talk to them. Like, but it was these two guys out there who were real dope. 
I don't know what the one guy did. Yeah, his job seemed fun. Like he was putting together events and stuff. And the other guy was the athletic director for high school. Shout out to both of them. I don't remember either of their names right now, but they were cool. So I'm, I mean, I might need to hit them up. I'm, I'm always willing to go back to DC. I love DC. That I would love to go over there after work. Seriously. Yes. And this other person, he lived kind of near DC. So <laughs> let me shut up. Let me just shut up. I'm gonna zip it, zip it up. But yeah, so I'm just that's where I'm at in life. And I want y'all to do the same. I want y'all to do what you need to do in all cases to be happy, to feel free, to feel fulfilled, whatever you need to do get to get to your happy do it do not be afraid do not limit yourself you got this you control your your scenario your outcome and god do but you know he can only do but so much so he can want you to have the best but if you don't want the best for yourself sis he can't what can he do so remember that all things new you got this do what need you, do what you need to do to be happy and definitely remember sometimes you got to root for all things new thank you for listening to this episode of young everyday black woman the podcast it's your girl courtney make sure you follow the um instagram page at young everyday bw pod make sure you follow my personal page at this is courtney hancock and yes make sure you go back and listen to the episodes you may miss if you're a new listener and then just don't forget to keep up with the podcast again it's courtney with young everyday black woman the podcast